You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, you're listening to Nerd Overload, your favorite pop and geek culture show, and it's time to make the donuts. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Smitha. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. Bunch of news to go over as usual, but first let's get into some things we've been checking out. And instead of going through and doing individuals, I think we all have the same check it out this week. So who who wants to start? Switch it up. Let's switch it up. Hey, all right. Yeah, we got the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> we all did. We all did. Yes. Uh, at midnight, or two of us got it at midnight. One of us got it the next day. Three of us got it at midnight. Three of us got it at midnight. Three out of the four. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys both got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I went. I went to. I went to the store as soon as they opened the next morning. Gotcha. Yeah. So what'd you guys think? I like it a lot. Is it good? I mean, a lot of it's not really finished yet, but yeah. It plays Breath of the Wild, and it's a phenomenal, amazing game. So hey, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, my biggest complaint for it. It's like I like the way everything feels. I like it seems to be pretty quick and runs really smoothly. I just wish there was more content and more um, features. And it's coming. I know it's coming. I know. That's that's why I'm not you know I'm not sweating it too bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how chunky and like a fisher price toy the wii u was until i had the switch in oh, my hands oh, yeah oh it's so techno smooth oh yeah yeah this is a very this is a very slick like grown-up console for, for adults yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wii u gamepad was like a fisher price ipad it, it was it really was yeah the touchscreen always felt real cheap on it mm-hmm. oh it was it was Whole like thing. a big it was like a big 3ds screen yeah you know, we should probably describe what the Switch is for folks who oh, yeah. haven't been following it. The Switch is the newest Nintendo um, game console, and the the big gimmick feature for this one is it's modular. You can plug it into your TV, or you can take it on the go as a handheld device, and it works seamlessly either way with the games. It's really quick, too. Uh-huh. You just put it right in that dock, and it's right on your it TV. It just loads right up. And, it, and you can just pull it out of there, and it's exactly where you were mm-hmm. in the game completely seamless yeah it's very 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 cool and the uh the controllers for the game system uh actually uh snap into the sides of the screens for uh mobile mode yep but you can also take them off and play different games and there's a kickstand on the back of the screen mm-hmm. for playing you know things like you know like one two switch and right you know, things like that yeah as, as three different modes it has the tv mode the I don't know what they're calling the kickstand one. It's I like think it's tabletop, just called mode. tabletop mode. Tabletop yeah. mode, yeah. And then the handheld portable mode. Right. And the the side controllers can be used as one controller for larger games, or you can turn them on their side and use them as many like almost like mini Super Nintendo controllers. Yeah. For older games and party games and stuff like that. And there's a lot of a lot more technical details like the what do they the... call the high def motion sensor rumble, rumble control the or something H- like yeah, that hd rumble hd yeah. rumble yep the only thing i've played that has that was uh blaster master yeah and it's pretty cool i mean it just it's rumbles with different varying degrees of strength which i mean makes sense it's an, a logical evolution of rumble it's like somebody at nintendo went hey we haven't done anything different with rumble nobody's done anything different with that since the rumble pack on the nintendo 64 mm-hmm. let's see if we can make that a little better and it, i mean it is yeah yeah none of us got one to switch so we can't really test out how precise the rumble yeah. is yeah i i think uh 
playing one two switch by yourself would be a little lonely <laughs> that would be yeah that would be kind of sad one two switch is a party game it's it's yeah built specifically for you know groups a, a large group of people I, i've heard it's not substantial and it's not worth the it's like 40 bucks it costs it of, should have been packed in yeah what really they should have done was they should have charged an extra 20 bucks for the system and had it packed in i still would have bought it i would have i would have too Absolutely. Of course, I sold like all of my other game systems to oh, yeah. get I, the Switch. Yeah, but I uh, I got it's a rid fair of, trade. I got rid of my 360 in my entire Xbox game library. The same thing with my Wii U. Yeah, but again, worth it. Totally worth like, it. I part think. of me was like, what about my DS? Mm, I think I'm gonna hold on to that a little longer. There yeah. are two games that need to come out for the Switch that will cause me to get rid of my 3DS: Pokemon and Animal Crossing. Because mm. those two games, I play a lot mobile. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of downtime at work. Yeah. And those two games, more than anything, is what I use to unwind while I'm mm-hmm. on downtime at work. So, yeah, if those two games were released for the Switch, I would sell my 3DS to get those games. Honestly. Like, I w- the rest of everything else I have for that system is negligible. I can pick up on eShop probably in six months. I want Animal Crossing on the Switch real bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about it, and it's like, I want that. Uh-huh. I'm still waiting on a Smash. I, I don't even care if it's a port of the Wii U Smash. I just want Smash. Rumors say within the year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, probably maybe 2018, but early 2018. So it might be a year away. But I, still, that's still good. I honestly hope they just port it. I don't think there's a whole lot. I mean, like... The problem they have is because is the game was built with two screens in mind. Uh, and they have to rejigger a lot of a lot of things to eliminate one of those two screens. That's why a lot of the uh, uh, um, Wii U ports aren't coming quite as quickly as... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was, like, thinking about, like, the differences between, like, Breath of the Wild for the Switch and the and the Wii U outside the graphical differences. From what I understand, the only difference is um, there's a map on the Wii U screen. I kind of the, the, the mini screen. I kind of like, figured that it doesn't. Was... It doesn't do anything. You can't switch your, your gear or anything on the on the bottom screen. It's just the map hmm so until you until you uh unlock the tower to show the whole map you're just gonna be looking at blue lines yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah i heard i read somewhere i think in like a kotaku article or something that the game originally used the gamepad features like a lot and they had to cut all that out when they were making it multi-platform yeah but probably which kind of which kind of sucks because there's probably it probably did some pretty interesting things with the gamepad but well, I can I can see that because the uh, Link's like pad in the game kind of looks like a cross between the Switch and a uh, smartphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Sheikah Slate. So, yeah, so I could see like selecting the different powers, like hot swapping them and that sort of thing on the screen. Yeah, would be a feature, but I guess you know yeah. not so much anymore. The only thing I really don't like is the little bottom left D pad. Oh that's yeah, just buttons. Yeah, but I understand why they had to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's so the two Joy-Cons are the same when you take them off and Mm -hmm. use them in multiplayer. Yeah. But if you wanted a D-pad for, like, say, Shovel Knight, (laughs) it doesn't, it's bad. It makes me wonder how um, Street Fighter 2 Ultimate is going to work because I I can't use stick for old Street Fighter 2. I have to use D-pad to do do the inputs right. And I don't know how I'm going to be able to do diagonals with the buttons. Yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be weird, and I feel bad for who when you're playing in like party mode. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for whoever has second player because that Joy-Con the buttons are moved over a little bit, 
and, and the it's stick just is like in the kinda, middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of weird. It's not a good button feel. But other than that, I've really have no complaints. No, nope. I mean, for the most Nintendo part, Nintendo makes the best D pads too. Of they do any, well because they invented them. Yeah. But of any company, and this one doesn't have not a single D pad anywhere on the device. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Although, does the does the Pro Controller have a D pad on it? Oh, be on the left side probably. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's a yeah. I think it's an actual D pad. Oh, cool. Okay. I think. Hold right um, on. Let me go look at a picture because I don't remember. I just pl- I don't even really look at my 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 Pro Controller. I just play with it's it. It's that well designed of a controller. You yeah. don't have to look it's at it. It's honestly like the sensitivity and everything. It. I would say it's almost on par with like a steam controller really yeah oh that's excellent supposedly it works the pc i haven't tried it yet well it makes sense i mean a lot of the uh of the guts inside of the switch are uh nvidia shield stuff it's the same thing that's the steam boxes are built with so kind of that kind of makes sense a little bit um yeah it's an actual d-pad oh right on excellent so maybe I like i know I, I like i know i use it but i just mm-hmm. i never really think about it the only time I look at my 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 controller, honestly, is if I'm activating an amiibo because the uh, the thing is right under the Switch logo on the front of the controller. Oh, really? See on the on the Joy Cons, it's uh, the right stick. Yeah, you gotta set you, it on the stick. It's weird it on the thing. Yeah, that is a little weird. Yeah, but, I, I just yeah, sit there and right. over the there's like a little Switch logo on the face. You just go. Very cool. Uh, while we're talking about this, we should probably mention there have been some issues with some people and their switches. Yeah, I mean. No new technology is com- is free of yeah. issues. Anything yeah. that's mass produced that fast, too. Yeah, but I've been hearing issues with uh, dead pixels uh, on the screen. Every device you're going to get that. It has that. Yeah, it's, it's not exclusive to the Switch at all. Yeah, you're going to have that. Nope. All all LCD tech is like that. Yeah. Um. I've heard the left controller side of the controller um has been having some Bluetooth connectivity issues. It's, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that since it seems to be an internal problem with the actual design of the. Yeah, I bet within six months they're going to have a press release saying all of the switches that we release now have a updated design Joy-Con. Like a, like a, like a Joy-Con L 2.0 or something. Something like that. And that's probably the way it's going to be. So I don't know. Um, I haven't had any problems with it though, honestly. Yeah. I can't say much. I don't use my Joy-Con. Yeah, he, he's, he's the pro right. controller. Yeah. I guess I should ask, Cody, have you had any problems with your Switch? No, absolutely not. Samantha, have you? Nope, nothing. Josh? I had a slight issue yesterday, but I, I am still trying to figure out if it's an actual issue with the Switch itself or my pro controller. But it worked out of the box? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, well, yeah. Well, I, that means three-fourths of us had Switches that worked out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, when I uh, opened mine up, my right controller would not hold a charge, which was a little frustrating. But uh, luckily, I was able to get that taken care of uh, really quickly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out to Justin. Thank you for helping me out with that, buddy. I know you're listening. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, other than that, once I got that that little problem fixed, uh, I haven't had a problem with it. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any... Uh buyer's remorse oh um, no 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 and i've been talking to a lot of people and you got some people that just dog on it because it's nintendo it's nintendo but... it's very popular very in yes. vogue to be down on nintendo these days because they're not like the big call of duty platform and the thing or is they don't like have to be they don't One, have to be nintendo's got name recognition they were the the big home console for mm-hmm. decades and you know it's people are like oh it's the children's console yeah. or whatever i'm like you know it's fun. They make good games. They don't 
they don't need to bow down to the whole see that's trend exactly the the truth is they're never going to win a race with other consoles when it comes to like call of duty or halo or anything the big high high point like sell like the big yeah. evo games yeah the big fight a uh, game tournament games they're not going to win so why even enter that fight do something different do something unique and that's the thing is they always do something different they always do something unique yeah and, and their games are always quality even nintendo at its worst is still quality better. yeah still yeah. pretty good yeah. yeah i mean yeah the last couple of paper marios are kind of mm-hmm. they're still fun they're consistent yeah nintendo is con- if nothing else nintendo is consistent when it comes to their games i tell you though like breath of the wild I haven't had this much fun and wonder in a game. Yeah, let's get into in Breath a of the long Wild. Yeah, time because this was the right now for a lot of people. The Switch is a uh, Zelda box. Yeah, I mean for me right now it's a Zelda oh, box. I, mean, I have one game for the system. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's the only substantial game that's yeah. come out for it. Yeah, and like we mentioned earlier, that might be one of the only big gripes I have with the system <laughs> is that the launch titles were not. They're basically very sparse. Yeah, they're very very sparse. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm going to be so mad that Mario was not a launch title for the rest of my days. Well, well, it in a perfect world, it should have been, but I have a feeling they want to wait until there are more Switches and one, more Switches in the wild to, to have more people buy it, and two, release Mario around Christmas time because sales for game systems and games go up. And, mm-hmm. I, and I bet you there's going to be a bundled uh, $350 set Switch and Mario, Mario Odyssey yeah. combo. I would put money on it, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, Zelda Breath Legend, of the Wild. Legend of Zelda: The Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. This game is phenomenal. The, <laughs> dare I say the best Zelda game since Link to the Past? <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, it's I very think good. It it probably knocked Wind Waker off of being one of my favorite Zelda games. Uh, it did the same for me with uh, Majora's Mask. Honestly, I think I'm having more fun with this game than I did with Majora's Mask, and I loved. I will say, though, playing the game, I do notice a lot of similarities to Wind Waker. Same kind of open world, but Mm -hmm. this one actually has stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just an empty ocean. (laughs) Yeah. With little islands here and there. Mm -hmm. The game is incredibly ambitious. Yes. It's it's done things that no Zelda has ever done. It's taken some Zelda concepts and changed them for the better. Sure. Sure. Like, have you noticed anytime you open a chest, it doesn't do the whole do-do-do-do? No, they've streamlined that a lot. Yeah. I've, there are actually like very few like Zelda staples I've actually ran into in the game. Well, uh, basically, all the items you get you you get in the first hour, mm-hmm. more or less. Yeah. By the time you leave the the training, like the the prelude the island, isolated pl- yeah, plateau, you can go to the final boss straight away. You'll get rocked immediately, <laughs> but you can get there. And you, and say, if, I'm getting rocked by mini bosses. If you're if you're super good, you could beat Ganon within the first after playing the game for about an hour. Yeah, I have seen people doing speed runs. Yeah, I think hour I, and thirteen minutes is the current is the current record. I love the the speed run strat. Have you seen this online where they uh, they use the time stop power oh, and jump on a rock and to jump on a rock and like SpongeBob, they ride that baby for miles. <laughs> <laughs> Prospector. Pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. 
Oh, it's great. It, <laughs> it is. It is. It is pretty funny. I watched the video about it, and I was like, "Oh man, why didn't I think of that?" Yeah, it's genius. <laughs> and the thing is, you can climb just about anything. Oh, yeah. Everything I is climbable. That. Yeah, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Not everything, just, but just about. Like mostly the uh, like the ancient Sheikah tech. Yeah, well, you can't. If it doesn't look like you can climb it, you probably can't. <laughs> if the walls are slick, yeah, no. no. You, that How, don't if stick. If it's, ra- yeah. if, it's <laughs> ra- if it's raining, you can't. Oh, climbing in the rain is super frustrating. Oh, I don't even yeah. do it. I'm like, I'm just, I'm gonna wait. I'm yeah, gonna wait till the rain stops. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I I found out the hard way about getting struck by lightning. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Take that metal armor off, or you're gonna get struck by lightning. I didn't even have metal armor. I had a. I had a. Oh, you're just in the wrong place at the wrong I don't, time. No, I had a sword and a metal shield. Uh, yeah. Well, that would do it. I was like sitting there. I'm like, like the sparks started happening. I'm like, what is this? What is going on? Yeah, uh, it surprised me the first time too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? I like, I texted. I was like, I'm like, I just got struck by lightning. He goes, Yeah, I got to ditch all the metal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> right after I respawned from that. I was sneaking around with my wooden stick and my wooden shield. Yeah. And uh, I found a, uh, a Macoblin camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a metal throwing spear sticking out of the ground near their camp. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if this will work. <laughs> so I, I pick it up and I sat there and I held it in the with the throw button. And I waited till it really started sparking. And I chucked it in the middle of the camp. And one of the blue Macoblins like, looked at it, picked it up. And it just zapped him. <laughs> Lightning. Oh, Not just him. It killed the whole camp. That's awesome. See, oh. that's the kind of thing I love about this game because you run into those situ- those impossible, weird, like game-only situations that are like almost like epic movie style kind of like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it's stupid, but I love, this is weird to say, I love it when you fall off the cliff and you end up dying <laughs> because the ragdoll for like your like your your player model once when you when you go limp you really go limp and you just flop around like <laughs> like a marionette like rolling down this hill it's it's hilarious i mean it it's is, frustrating cuz you have to you start over yeah but yeah um yeah this this is a zelda game that for once is not afraid to kill you oh no this is a game's one the, tough one of the bad guys just straight up push me off a cliff <laughs> <laughs> oh man the first time i ran into uh ice keys I was yeah. so mad because mm-hmm. they do this like this, like this dash run through you and freezing you solid. Mm-hmm. I was like, "No, I hate you. no." What's the stupidest way you guys have died? Aside from running out of stamina, hmm. <laughs> like totally epic, like fail. I'm sorry to say that, but oh uh, yeah, okay. Uh, well, can't think of any better words than epic fail. Well, it was early in the game. I was testing out the different uh, attack features, and I was on a cliff. Um, very similar to uh, a guy pushing you off. I went and did a jump attack and j- sailed over him and <laughs> off the cliff into the void. And so he's jumped like he's he's flying through the air with sword held high. Like I'm gonna get this eventually. <laughs> and just nothing, just into the gray. Yeah, oh, it was I had great. A, had a good one the other day, but I forget what it was. I know I've died in dumb ways. Oh yeah. The first time I ran into the stone Talos. The, one of the fir- the first mini bosses oh, you've run rock into. Rock Monster Man? Yeah, yeah, Rock Monster Man. <laughs> I was running around his feet trying to find a point where I could climb up on him, mm-hmm. and he just he just flopped on me and killed me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I ha- I've had the, the giant, uh, uh, what are they called, Hinoxes, the giant uh, Magoblins. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I had one, like, do a do a. That's butt. the Cyclops one, right? Yeah, had a, had a uh, I was going behind to try to stab him, and, yeah, he, he butt-bounced me. 
like just <laughs> done. <laughs> One time I was trying to cook and I somehow missed the pot and it <laughs> caught everything around it on fire. <laughs> oh, like, that's great. That I set myself on fire cooking. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I stepped a little too close to the pot and I set my clothes on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything's so weird. Like dry grass burns, wooden mm-hmm. weapons burn. Yeah. Animals burn. Animals burn. Excellent used fire arrows on a bear caught on fire and then they accidentally mounted it while it was on fire and they're catching the woods on fire <laughs> running around on a flaming bear oh that's awesome <laughs> you can see like a trail of fire behind only it. you can prevent forest fires <laughs> i've seen somebody kill themselves with a door like with stasis thing open a door and the door swings open and kills them yeah <laughs> Um, oh man, I had this point where I was running around in the in the woods, and it was the uh, second time I ran into a mini boss. The the bar comes up and it says stall knocks, and I didn't think about it, and I was like, oh, and I can't see what's going on. All I see is a bear running at me. I'm like, oh, this bear's a boss named Stall Knocks. Okay, <laughs> and I go to I go to shoot the stupid charging bear in the face with my bow, and I look up, and here's this big skeleton. My knock, looking at me. <laughs> nice. Rip, and he rips a tree out of the ground and starts wielding it as a club. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's stall knocks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he crushed me. Have you noticed that everything we've said about this, we haven't talked about story. We haven't talked about like any of the main bosses or anything. Like, I ha- one. And, that's, and that's like a major part of this game is that you could just do whatever. Like most of the time I jump into the game and... I just yeah. horse around. Wander. Yeah. Sometimes literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my proudest moments was I had a horse I just got that I haven't registered yet, so mm-hmm. it was still kind of wandering around. Mm-hmm. I just did the tower, and I paraglided off of the tower onto the back of the horse. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. <laughs> I saw a video where this guy paraglided off a cliff straight onto a horse and started taming it. Ah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to leave the the, the Great Plateau, mm-hmm. and uh, I was by the Temple of Time. Yeah. And I've gotten into this habit of just climbing every weird rock structure I oh, find. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's part of my thing is I look at a thing and go, I'm going to climb that. I look at it, I'm like, that looks weird. I bet there's something up there. Yes, I have the and same nine, thought. And, and there nine usually ti- is. Yeah, nine yeah. times out of ten there is. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's a little, you know, the DQ little... tree guy. Yeah. The Connucks or whatever they're called. Korok. Korok, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I climbed this little this little rock thing next to the Temple of Time and sitting in the middle of this little pool. And there's a rusty sword sticking out of the ground, like a, in a rock, actually. Mm-hmm. It was like a sword in the stone kind of thing. I'm like, oh, this is like a reference to, like, the Temple of Time with the, with the sword. And it's just a rusty broadsword. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, time to leave. And I running jumped off this thing, mm-hmm. which was a dumb idea because that depleted about like a third of my stamina yeah. <laughs> into the water. And then my stamina is just going. I'm like, I had to swim like maybe 10 feet and I almost drowned. <laughs> I'm like, I'm an idiot. Why did I do that? Oh, gosh. But yeah, I've really not gotten much into the main story at all. I'm... I've been wandering around, finding stuff, uh, just doing goofy crap i'm about a quarter and quarter of the way into it and yeah i haven't fought it. any of the main bosses yeah i fought too many bosses the boss fights are pretty cool they are they're very neat okay so that thing that you can see in the sky off in the distance 
Is that one of the divine beasts? I think, and I'm not sure. That's where the uh, Rito people, the bird people, live. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have no idea. That was how. my other. That was my other guess. Yeah. Was going to be the Rito. I was by a stable and I heard Epona's song, mm-hmm. like being played like on a flute or something. Accordion. Oh yeah, an accordion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, I know that song. It's bird the, person. Yeah, and there's a, a Rito bard sitting yeah. there uh, playing a song. I was like, oh. Yeah. Epona, here's your song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to yep. fidget it because it's not radio, <laughs> yeah. radio appropriate. Yeah, no, I, I I love that they're repurposing a lot of the uh, songs from the various games yeah. into this. It's very, very cool. Um, Actually, the one maybe one of the low points of the game is the fact that there's hardly any music at all. Yeah. In that sense, it kind of reminds me of Minecraft, oddly, because a lot of it is just you in the wilderness by yourself, you know, just kind of going. And every once in a while, there's incidental music. Yeah, but yeah. Like when you're riding a horse, there's music. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like it's a, it's a slow swell. When you cook a really good food dish, mm-hmm. it makes a fun little tune. Or if you make a really really bad one, yeah, it's it's pixelated out. <laughs> Not yeah. all of them are pixelated. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, some of them are just gross. <laughs> uh, but in the mornings, they they play like a little chime or whatever, like yeah. a little. It's mostly like ambient incidental yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you're like in a a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's actually that's more in line with Ocarina too. A lot of the soundtrack of Ocarina is incidental, you know, yeah. incidental stuff. Yeah, I love the uh, um, recovered memory feature because you're basically unlocking like a mini movie. Yeah, oh. that's that's where most of the story is mm-hmm. is is going to these locations to and unlock your, and your getting, memories, and getting the memory back. Yeah. yeah, Breath of the Wild is almost like a sequel to a game that we're getting in movie form during the second game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and the cutscenes are good and well voice very acted. Good. Yeah. I was a little leery about the voice acting before the game came out, but I think they're like, they nailed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Link doesn't talk. Thank God. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Link does not talk. I'm still a little mad that Link is right-handed, though. Yeah. Well. And not left-handed. What's well, a different Link? Oh, I understand that. But that was another thing, like, how, like, kind of depressing the game is. Sometimes oh, it's, it's a bleak. little yeah, it's bleak. It's, it's bleak. It's, like I mean, Hyrule's gone. It's basically mm-hmm. post-apocalypse Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's ruins of everything everywhere. Yeah, and I like for a while I was like, man, are there any people in this game? There has to be people. <laughs> eventually, you find the people. Yeah, eventually yeah. I find people, and then and then you wander the wilderness for another eight hours till you find <laughs> another person. Yeah. Oh look, a travel a traveling salesman. Yeah. Okay. Buy some beetles from this guy. From Why beetle. not? Buy yeah. Some yeah, buy from beetles from beetle. beetle. Yeah. When I found my first great fairy. That was fun. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. She kind of cracks me up. Yeah, she's yeah. great. <laughs> also, I like the use of light, like especially at night and you're like kind of scoping out like things and you can see like that orange glow way over there or that blue glow over there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, very cool. Also, the <laughs> the range of high tech things in this Zelda world. Yeah, but it's like ancient high tech. I know yeah. it's weird. Yeah. It's like like Atlantean weird, goofy crap. It's very cool. Well, the, that was an idea from the original. Yeah, the very original Zelda. There was plans to have high tech sci fi stuff in it, but that they kind of threw by the wayside. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you kind of get that like in Wind Waker. Like, there's some like mm-hmm. weird ancient tech. Like one of the first things I thought when you get the Sheikah tablet, I was like, okay, so it's you know. Link's bad. smartphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it kind of is. 
there is one complaint that I have for the game, and it's a very, very minor one. Uh, there is some graphical slowdown when you're in a large field with a lot of tall grass. Yeah. My complaint is that you can't pet the animals. Yeah, yeah, you can't <laughs> pet the puppies. <laughs> I've oh. had it, like, when it's about to do something physics-heavy, mm-hmm. it kind of hiccups for a second yeah. and then does it. My fan gets louder when um, it kicks on. Especially with, like, killing a moblin, like the big tall ones. Mm-hmm. When they ragdoll and drop all their crap, like my, sometimes my system will It'll, just hiccup for a second. And yeah, then... but only lasts about a half second, and it's and then it's done. Yeah, and they Ooh. don't, and it doesn't pop off frequently enough to have it be a real issue. Yeah, I fought this weird monster the other day, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's because it was during a thunderstorm, mm-hmm. or if he, or is this the area I was at? It's the first time I've ever seen one. I haven't seen one since. Mm-hmm. It was this weird guy. It almost looked like a like a like a Kingdom Hearts heartless a little bit. He was, black face with yellow eyes was it a wizard is he hopping around and disappearing yeah yeah that's a yeah. wizard okay this guys suck yeah he uh <laughs> yeah he kept teleporting and just running on air uh-huh yep. and that's... he had a lightning rod yep and he was shooting balls of lightning at and me. you can you can pick up the lightning rod i yeah. know i had it for a while it's pretty cool it i cool. was killing uh i was killing octorox with it nice <laughs> a lot of the weapons are really cool and yeah. it like You'd think you'd miss having all these tools from the other Zeldas because there's there's not nearly as many item me tool things like in the old ones. But honestly, it's fine because yeah. of the amount of different weapons and armor and stuff. And they you all can break. Get. Yeah. And so you're constantly going through weapons and and shields and stuff. I love, actually shields not so much. I like uh, yeah. I, I really don't break many shields. Yeah. Uh, but I love grabbing the the uh, the stall. The different stall monsters bone arms yeah. and beating them to death with their own arms oh yeah that's pretty fun <laughs> yep. listen we really got to take a break here but uh when we come back we'll get in some uh some news I just died in your arms tonight. 
back that was died in your arms by cutting crew y'all remember cutting crew right <laughs> oh yeah that classic band cutting crew <laughs> with all their hits those classic cutting crew hits yeah, they're up there with dexy's midnight runner i think so yeah <laughs> about as many hits <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh we played that because that was that song was featured heavily in the new deadpool 2 teaser trailer it wasn't really even a teaser. It was just a... It was like a short. It was like, it was a, like a shit. Yeah, yeah, it was like a skit saying, hey, this movie's going to happen. Uh, and it's great. It was so funny. <laughs> it's super great. And like almost no action. It's just almost completely a static shot of uh, Deadpool changing in a in a phone booth. To the Superman theme. To the Superman theme. The actual Superman But he takes theme. like four minutes <laughs> while this mugging is happen- happening in the background. You hear the guy screaming for help. Help, oh, you gotta help me, someone. Please help, please help. And it's just four minutes of him changing and like slamming around in this phone booth. And his like butt being yeah, pressed yeah. against the glass. Yeah, a lot of butt shot. And then he calls the costume guy. He calls the costume guy, yeah. <laughs> and he, he makes he can- fun of Wolverine and his Australian accent, makes fun of Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Stanley even pops up in the teaser trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stanley does. Oh, man. And Deadpool yells at him. (laughs) Zip it, Stanley. (laughs) I can't wait for Deadpool 2. It's going to be good. It's... Man, the first one was so good. Like, it was, like, so good out of, like, left field. It was ridiculous. It's being written and uh, directed by one of the guys that did John Wick. Like, the first John Wick. So, it's going to be, like, action, super action-packed. So, an actual gun budget? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. I think think they earned his gun budget. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the only thing I question is the relevancy of a, a Superman telephone booth change. It seemed a little forced. Like, oh, they make well, the joke. They make the joke, I can't believe there's even a phone booth around. Yeah, but Didn't I there mean, disappear in 1998? Yeah. You can't do a weird thing and just say, oh, that was weird that that weird thing happened. <laughs> like, I don't know. I liked it. I I think the, the, the phone booth is a classic trope of Superman. I th- I think it's I, I think making fun of that's been done to death. Though. Well, sure. <laughs> I think they could have did something better. It was a good. I liked it. It was funny, but I think it, it could have come up with something better than that. I know. I think maybe it was like a, a a comment on maybe Deadpool trying to be a little more heroy. Maybe. I mean, he was he was gonna save the guy. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't I don't terribly think, too broken. I don't up. think they put that much thought into it. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. Maybe, maybe I'm reading would, deeper into, it a, into be funny? a stupid yeah. trailer about a stupid funny action movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I liked it. I, I liked well. it too. I'm there with you, Sam. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. mean, don't, don't. I didn't not like it. I just, 
Also, is it just me or did the phone book look strangely enough like the phone booth used in uh, Bill and Ted? Yeah. The, the film phone booth. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> With the sniper, yeah. <laughs> How dated is that movie phone booth now? <laughs> Think about that for a minute. The entire movie takes place in a phone booth. I'm trapped. What is this box? I'm, I can't get out. There's a sniper. Why did I get? Why did I come in here to begin with? Well, wasn't he like talking to the sniper on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. I was working at the movie theater when that movie came out. The world's last phone booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, there's not even a phone in it there's just a loose cord hanging there because somebody <laughs> took the phone years ago well along with the Deadpool trailer there was a little bit of casting news they've actually cast a um, an actress for the role of Domino who is a, a longtime X-Men character and uh, another X-Force member X-Force member Rob Liefeld crea- creation mm-hmm. and well, yeah, she's got plenty of pouches uh, yeah she has plenty of pouches <laughs> and um, she actually debuted officially in the same issue that Deadpool did, although she appeared a few issues before, but that was actually a shapeshifter using the form of Domino. But the actual character appeared for the first time along with Deadpool in the issue that they did. I always liked Domino. I always thought she was a cool character. Yeah, that's yeah, what I a, was about to say. With an interesting power set. Like yeah, her her power is she doesn't miss. Uh, <laughs> it's luck-based. It's uh, stress-based tele- uh, telekinesis is what they actually call it. Yeah. But yeah, basically, yeah, she... Uh, under stress, her telekinesis kicks in, and she never misses a shot, and she just uh, dodges things. Mm-hmm. So it makes it look like she has really, really good luck. Yeah. Uh, the actress they cast, her name is, and let me look it up. Uh, her name is Zazie Beetz. Uh, she's known mostly for uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, that's what it is. Atlantis. She's, yes, she, she's from Atlantis. The, 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 the last survivor of Atlantis has been <laughs> cast as Domino. And this is interesting casting because Domino in the comics is um, she, part of her mutation is she has all white, like chalk white skin with uh, one like, black dot black dot over her eye. And uh, the actress they cast is African-American. In the comics, they've never actually gone into the ethnicity of Domino. Domino but Rob Liefeld has always maintained that she was african-american and when her mutant powers kicked in in adolescence it changed her skin Skin pigment which i don't know kind of raises maybe an issue there (laughs) but i think because she doesn't become caucasian she becomes like white white white, actual white i think maybe that gets a little bit a little bit of a pass maybe i see i I never really thought that deep into that as far as with that character anyway yeah well, in this day and age, you have to think that deep into yeah, it because... I, yeah, I yeah. get that. But I'm, it's interesting they're bringing in, I think, more X-Force characters. Well, they're doing an X-Force movie eventually. Yeah, and I like that. I and want Deadpool's that. going to be part of that. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting for, you know, those amazing, you know, X-Force costumes. Mm-hmm. I am waiting for the cable casting. I know, They've right? They've thrown around a couple of names. Yeah, that's going to be a big deal. Yeah, it's super big deal. Yeah. They, they've thrown around names since the mo- the first movie well, came yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, what names have you guys heard? Kira um, Knightley. <laughs> yeah, Kira yeah, Knightley as old, gruff, grizzled Cable, Nathaniel <laughs> Summers. No, um, I tell you, I've heard Stephen Lang. He was well. He was the one that was like wanting the role. He's yeah. been petitioning for the role. I've heard Ron Perlman. Wouldn't be bad. And I've heard Russell Crowe. I think Russell Crowe is my favorite. I thought I heard. Um... Oh, what's his name? John Hamm was a potential. John Hamm, maybe. I think they need someone a little more grizzled. I mean, he, he is. Has, has he done any action roles? 
Not really. Yeah. Unless you count that, you know, that opening to Mad Men where the char- where his character is falling. <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> I, he did kind of an action role. He did that that uh, action comedy where he and um, Gal Gadot were super spies oh. secretly living next door to Zach Galifianakis. Oh. Yeah. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, everyone did. <laughs> uh, so I guess he's done a little bit of action, but I don't know. I think we need someone a, a, a little bit older, a little more grizzled. Russell Crowe, I think, might be the pick because you need someone who can be super, super serious, like serious to the point of being over the top and looping back around to being hilarious, yeah. like in The Good Guys. Yeah. Well, I think Ron Perlman would be just a little too... Goofy. Ron Perlman. Yeah, he would be too Ron Perlman. I agree with that. He's already Hellboy. Yeah. Which we'll never get another one of those. Yeah, and and Len can't do comedy. Well, maybe that's the point though, because Cable is the straight man. But I, you, you got to at least understand comedy in order, yeah, to play the straight man. You almost have to be funnier than the than the goofy guy to play the straight man, because to be able to get the jokes and not do them and actually be able to play up the other guy's jokes to make the funny guy funnier takes almost more talent, I think. Like when out with Abbott and Costello, I thought I always thought Abbott was the more talented of the two because he was able to make Costello look that much funnier. Funnier. No, I get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about Abbott and Costello. Yeah, I'm not eighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in my day, we had our wood hewn video game systems. No, no, um, the simulated wood grain. Yes. <laughs> back in my day, we had Sega Masters. <laughs> No, we had the we had the Sega uh, cup and ball. The Sega cup and ball. We, <laughs> we called it the beginner system because it wasn't a master yet. <laughs> the Sega trainee system. Get off my lawn. I had to explain to somebody at work the other day how Nintendo got started. Oh yeah. They, I, like I was like, yeah, I made a comment that the company's been around for like a hundred years. They're mm-hmm. like, how? What video games are they playing a hundred years a hundred years ago? I'm like, they made playing cards, playing cards and taxis. <laughs> yeah, you goon. And that one love hotel. Yeah. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm stoked for Deadpool. I think it's going to be good. It'll be amazing. Casting for Domino's good. I'm just, I'm ready for it. As long as, you know, they just keep to the formula of the last one of where they just let them do what they want to do. It'll be great. Yeah. That's the big thing. They just got to hands off, let them do. Uh, And I think they will because they've seen how well Deadpool worked and they've seen how well Logan worked. Which none of us have seen yet. No, I, but I'm hearing. <laughs> Sorry. but I'm hearing amazing things. This time next week, you'll be hearing me talk about Logan for my check it out. I am going Probably to see too. it sometime between now and next week. We yeah. we've talked about going to see it like all week and just haven't done it yet. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, it's just that's pretty much things. the that's pretty much the uh, adamantium boat I've been floating in. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't. <laughs> Well, anyway, let's go ahead and move on to some other stuff. Uh, if we're talking about casting news, we can talk about uh, Jason Isaacs has been cast as the captain in Star Trek Discovery, the Netflix which, Yeah, Star Trek series. series, which you may know him as, you know, Lucius Malfoy. Mm-hmm. Or that one guy from The Patriot. Yeah, General What's-His-Face. Yeah. General Bad Guy. Yeah. General Bad Guy. <laughs> uh, and again, good casting. Jason Isaacs is a, is a fine actor. Um I also think it's interesting that the series isn't going to focus on the captain. It's yes. more about the lieutenant commander. Something like that. Yeah. 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 It's a good change, I think. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be about the captain. Yeah. I think Isaacs can be a good cross between, like, a, can can kind of give bits of Shatner and Stewart the two biggest iconic ones. Because I could see Isaacs playing kind of like being a little bit pompous, oh, which yeah. would be every, Kirk. Every character and he you plays get, is a you bit get pompous. The, you get the, the fancy British 
ness <laughs> of, of uh, Patrick Stewart. Of Patrick, uh, Sir Pat Stu. You, you mean Jean-Luc Picard? Yes. <laughs> if only we could get a little Janeway in there. Yeah, there we go. <sighs> yeah, I like Janeway. Janeway's no, I cool. love Janeway. Yeah, I uh, love Voyager. Voyager is great. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. It, it it was the one that was the most different. Well, mm-hmm. there was DS Nine for a while. Nobody but... nobody told me how good Voyager was. So... Really, I've always talked about how good yeah. Voyager was. Yeah. Well, not to me. <laughs> a lot of people dog on Voyager because, for one reason or another, but mostly because the captain was a woman. But she's a good captain. She's a good captain. <laughs> yeah, she loves her coffee. Uh-huh. I mean, that's a reason right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 709 is awesome. Well, yeah. Your yeah. close personal friend, 7 of 9, yeah. right? That not, one time she retweeted you or something? Yeah. Oh, Jerry Ryan. And not, not just because she's super hot. I mean, she is. <laughs> but she's a cool character, too. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got, into a, I got into a comment uh, with somebody who was like, talking about how, like, Worf was best... Uh, tactical officer or whatever mm-hmm. it's like what is Tuvok like chopped liver or something I'm like well I heard I heard Vulcan's a delicacy on on Kronos <laughs> uh, I can't believe the guy who played Tuvok was the one of the uh, space ball troopers combing the desert with the pick <laughs> yeah that we ain't found stuff, stuff. yeah <laughs> ship yeah we ain't we, found we, ship we have not found anything yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love Star. I really need to go back and finish my Star Trek watch through. I yeah. I started it ages ago. Ages ago. And Every like, couple of years, I go through and yeah. try to watch. I as love many Star as I can. Trek. I used to hate it when I was a kid. Oh, I loved it. I'm like Star Wars is better Be- Star- because Star Wars is more actiony. Yeah, Star Trek is boring. All I do is talk about stuff, and now I'm like Star Trek is great. It's and it's sometimes super good. Data, <laughs> and sometimes Data plays poker. Yeah. yeah. Star Trek and Star Wars are both great, and you can like them both. They're just different. Yeah, they're both sci-fi space shows, but... But they're very different universes. Whether you like Star Trek or Star Wars, we can all agree that Battlestar Galactica 1980 is terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 1980 (laughs) was garbage. Like... Something we can all agree on. Yeah, that's why it's only like <laughs> 10 episodes long. <laughs> we can all agree that Jason of Star Command is a stupid show. Yep. <laughs> or uh, Andromeda with Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> oh. oh, Every time I, th- I hear the name Kevin Sorbo, I think of that one clip from Hercules where he's playing evil Hercules from the alternate dimension <laughs> and he reads his, his like stage direction. Have you ever seen that? No. Yeah, in the show, it's like the end of the episode, and he goes, this isn't my world. Disappointed! <laughs> Where the stage direction was, he was supposed to say disappointedly, this isn't my world. <laughs> so he just re- yells disappointed. It's uh, great. And it ended up in the show. Like, they just left it in the show. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was like one of the later seasons, I think. I, yeah. Like, I liked Hercules. Eh. But then Xena came out. Xena's great. Xena's yeah. amazing. Xena's a good show. I haven't watched a ton of it, admittedly, but what oh, I have man. seen is I, I used to good. watch it religiously. Well, uh, the Raimi brothers were all a big part of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually think Sam Raimi directed the first couple episodes of it. Even. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It definitely had that kind of a feel to it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, the 90s. Plus, Bruce Campbell's in like a handful of episodes. Yeah, oh, I know, That's right? It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, while we're talking about um, casting stuff, uh, they're doing an, an Inhumans uh, Marvel TV miniseries on ABC. I don't really have the casting names up here. There's a ton of them, but they've cast just about the entire show. 
at this point. And it's a lot of um, Game of Thrones former actors and a lot of. Um, well, yeah, if their characters are dead, what are they doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I just kind of wanted to discuss this show as as uh, in a general sense because not a lot of people know what the Inhumans are. I don't. I don't have any idea they are uh the uh legally different not mutants of they're the marvel the, they're, universe they're the space x-men space x-men yeah they're x-men from space x spacemen that can be used by marvel studios because they're not x-men nope because yep. they're they're tied they're actually tied closer to the fantastic four uh than anything and the guardians and the guardian and the guardians yeah but their whole shtick is they're like mutants but because they force their evolution before they actually happen their powers are weird and like way overpowered to the point of being like grotesque almost. Uh, like Black Bolt, he can't even talk. Yeah, he has a sonic scream power, but he can't turn it off. So he never speaks. And when he uses his power, he whispers. And it's enough to like level a building. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. He is like the, he's the mute king of the Inhumans. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'll, I think, that's why I think they're doing this as a miniseries instead. Of, that was originally announced as a movie, but I yeah. think they're going to do it as a miniseries. One, because it's going to take a lot of explaining mm-hmm. more than what a movie could do to explain all the characters. And not be a really over convoluted film. Yeah. And I think because of the popularity of stuff like King of um, Game of Thrones, I almost said King of Thrones, which is <laughs> King of Games, Game yeah. of Thrones, Throne Games, King of Thrones. It's it's the it's the Kevin James. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Kevin James as a plumber, the King of the Queen of the Thrones, <laughs> Paul Blart of the yes. <laughs> uh, but no, I think because of the popularity of that, even though they're space mutants. Their uh, high like government system is very much like medieval. Oh yeah. So I think you're gonna get your cake and eat it too. So you have your high tech and your mutants and your space and your King of Thrones all in one show, basically. Yeah. King of Thrones. King of Thrones. <laughs> uh, it's just what it is now. Yeah, that's it. This is the world we live in. Now. Yes. Yes. Do do King of Thrones. Do 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 do. do. But no. Um. Do 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 King of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> trademark yeah yes trademark us we can use that (laughs) but uh first (laughs) i'm kind of glad they are making it a tv show rather Mm -hmm. than a movie Mm -hmm. because i feel like because you're right because there is a lot with the inhumans and just a lot of things because a a lot of like their story goes along with you know you know treaties with the kree and you know things like this Mm -hmm. which i don't know how much we're going to get into with the show but at least we'll see there's a lot of shakespearean like parallels the um Black Bolt, who's the king's brother, uh, Maximus, is like, it's very Hamlet, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, they, Maximus tries to murder Black Bolt many, many times and yeah. all that stuff. That, and they've kind of gotten some of the inhuman stuff in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, a little more generic. Yeah. But it like, is... Like Quake. Like Quake, yeah. Um, but they great have game. gotten into it. Yeah. Great game. Yeah, yes, great game. <laughs> But it's it's interesting. It's uh, I'm I'm looking forward. To it. It's going to be an eight part miniseries. It's on ABC, so I'm it, not sure how much they're going to be able to get into stuff. It but... makes me wonder mm-hmm. since they're doing a series with it, if we'll see those characters cross over into like Captain Marvel or something. If it's going to pop up anywhere, it'll probably be Captain Marvel. De- depending where they set the series, it might be um, Captain Marvel. It might be the uh, Avengers. You know, Infinity War. Infinity War. We could just see them pop up more in uh, Agents of Shield. They might be using this as kind of like a uh, introductory, so they don't have to spend time on Agents of Shield to introduce all the different characters, all the goofy crap. Yeah, 
There's enough goofy stuff in Shield. <laughs> yeah, I'm so far behind on Shield. I'm like, oh, I am a couple seasons I still behind. Never really watched it. I don't really have any interest the, in that it. That first season was good. <laughs> it was good after the connection point to to yes to Captain America. That's what I, I've yeah. heard that Captain America happening made it a better show. Yes, once you hit Captain America, the show gets very good, and you see you start to see bits of that when it crosses with Thor, the second Thor movie. Mm-hmm. Because it starts to get, it starts to kind of upswing there. Yeah, because... And uh, then it really spikes up after the, the whole Hydra thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just, and then just go bananas with the Inhumans and uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, the Ghost Riders this season. Yeah. There's a reference to Man-Thing. There's a, re- yeah. Have you seen uh, that first issue of the R.L. Stein Man-Thing book? No. Came out this past Wednesday. Was oh, that the, the terror of whatever? Yeah. It's super cool. It's from what I understand, it's super cool. Like he regains his ability to speak and decides to become an actor, so he moves the Nexus to Hollywood. <laughs> also, he's a ventriloquist dummy he's, now. Yes, he is a dummy. And he's full <laughs> of monster blood. <laughs> <laughs> he has a bunch of spooky masks, yeah. buys an amusement park. <laughs> We're just naming our L. Stein books at this point. Jack Black's he's, in there for some reason. I don't know. To, he's going to Camp Jelly Jam. <laughs> His brother's a werewolf, I think. Yeah. He's growing evil plants in his basement. Yeah, he has an evil plant in his basement. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Why? Why not? Hey, I think... <laughs> He's full of monster just blood. Full of, <laughs> just full of it. <laughs> Toe to tip, full of monster blood. <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10, that's a man thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we have a couple of quick hits. We don't have a whole lot of time left, but... Um, I just wanted to mention there is a uh, new Steven Universe RPG game coming to console, which came out of left field. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. I think I think the uh, the show lends itself very well to like RPGs and fighting games and stuff. Oh like that. yeah, oh, definitely. Oh mm-hmm. man, I would play the ever living poop out of a Steven Universe fighting game. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, very very cool. Because everybody has like their own like set style and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, but very, this is an RPG. And this is an RPG. It's made by the same people that did the first Steven the Universe Fight the Light. mobile RPG, which was good. It was a very good game. I wish I would have had it on game. a tablet to play. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, a very good game. It's very very stylized. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it looks like an upgraded version of that game, but for consoles. Even the graphics are similar, but better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, and it looks like it's set more around Beach City rather than various gem ruins, vague gem zones. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if uh, fusions are going to be like the uh, limit break kind of version. Ooh, I hope oh, so. I hope, yeah, because they weren't really that big of a thing at the time that at game the, came yeah, out. Yeah, now it's like a huge oh, yeah. part of the show. Yeah. Like, especially when Stevani starts fighting. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Steven Universe, I love that show. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Smoky mm-hmm. Quartz. <laughs> Smoky Quartz was awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to more game news. There's a new Overwatch hero. We've mentioned everyone. Up to this point, so we so should probably might, mention... yeah, might as well hit this one. It's yeah. a centaur robot lady named Orisa mm-hmm. that's built by an 11-year-old robotics genius girl from mm-hmm. New Bonnie. Mm-hmm. And I've heard she is like a hard counter to Reinhardt as well, how she plays. Um, I wouldn't say a hard counter to Reinhardt, but more of a, a alternative to Reinhardt. Okay. Like her combat style is, yeah, she can make shields, mm-hmm. but she can make like multiple shields. And they are stationary. Okay. Um, but they do the break thing like Reinhardt's. Mm-hmm. But she's also got like a laser machine gun and a weapon vaguely like Zarya's gravity gun. She seems like the Wario to Zarya's Mario. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. 
All right. Because she, I mean, she has a similar technology, and she's an Omnic, and Zarya hates those Omnic. Yeah. <laughs> Though the new, um, the new webcomic they just put out was pretty good. I didn't read it. I should go back and read it because the comics are real good, as yes, we've said are. before on we've the said show that many times. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, very Bastion centric, which is the first really first <laughs> chase we've really gotten and I, in and the webcomic. I web just comic. thought, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Torbjorn's in there too. It's oh, all cool. set in Sweden. Oh, nice, nice. Hergen Dergen. All right, and the last thing, and we can talk about this real quick. Uh, Cartoon Network and Boomerang are going to release a streaming service here this spring. Uh, new Boomerang. New Boomerang, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I need to do is pay for another one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's pretty tempting, though. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. All classic cartoons. It's all the Looney Tunes. Like old Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the old Hannibal Hanna Barbera. Barbera. And a bunch of other stuff. It looks, it sounds, yeah, it I, sounds legit. I did at least sign up for a month of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See if it's really worth my time. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing kind of an interesting uh, uh, model um, with the, the sign up, mm-hmm. the subscription. It's either like four bucks a month with a week free, or it's 40 bucks for the year with a month free. I might, after I finish my brother, my brother and me might drop CISO and pick that up. <laughs> yeah. I've kind of, yeah, I've kind of thought about that as well. But I think that's kind of an interesting uh, model. I think we're going to see more of these subscription-based channels go to, like, buy for the year in one lump sum, and you get a little extra for free, and you get a better deal. Yeah. that's. I think that's the way to do it. kind of wish the uh, the Cartoon Network app was better. I kind of wish Cartoon Network just played old cartoons. Like they used to. <laughs> like they used to. But we're old fogies. And they haven't they haven't done it like that since we were children. That's so. why they made Boomerang was for the old cartoons. Yeah, yeah, and now Boomerang is. Full but no of one the... ever really watched Boomerang. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Now Boomerang's full of the cartoons we watched when we were kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the the evolution of of time. Yeah, yeah. But if I could have one place where I can go and watch Duck Amuck at any point, <laughs> anytime you want, anytime I want, <laughs> there, I'm done. I'm in. Uh, I'd really, I really like to go back and like maybe watch some of those like old war era Looney Tunes. You won't see those. Well, I know there are a lot of them are really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking Johnny Quest. Johnny yeah. Quest would be cool. I'm gonna yeah. watch Johnny some, Quest. Some Johnny Quest. Get some Herculoids up in there. Some Space <laughs> Some uh, Silver Hawks. Yeah. Oh, jeez, Silver. Yeah, Hawk. with their one human arm. Why would you? If you're making cy- you're turning your people into cyborgs. Why are you leaving one, one robot arm? Don't answer that. <laughs> and with that i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show (laughs) you've been listening to nerd overload thank you very much for tuning in sorry (laughs) you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com you can also give us a like at facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerd overload radio you can email us with any questions, comments, concerns at staff at nerdoverload.com. You might have some now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do I do? Twitter at yeah. nerd underscore overload. You can tweet us all of all the your tweets. thoughts and ideas. With and your d- good hand. And dreams with your, <laughs> your, with your one Starhawk robot arm. <laughs> and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Nerd Overload TV. Yep, and we're also on iTunes and Stitcher, so check us out over there. Give us a review. That would be great. A review would be very helpful. It helps us move up the ranks and help people find our show a little easier. Uh, So anyway, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Pizza out.